Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. Welcome into Coffee Break, the show brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. If you have a property that fits the needs there, buyers call David at Versant. 459-8565. And joining us today from Mountain Pacific Quality Health, the dynamic duo of Dr. Doug Kunzweiler. He's Mountain Pacific's chief medical, well, is it officer or director? Uh, officer. Officer. I think it's officer, right? I was going to say director. And Tony King is uh, Mountain Pacific's uh, pharmacy manager. Guys, thanks for coming in today. I appreciate it. Welcome. Thanks for having us. You bet. Appreciate it. We're, uh, we could talk about almost anything with you guys, but you know what? Uh, I don't want to say, unfortunately, we're talking about COVID again, but it starts to feel that way some mornings. Yeah, we're getting kind of worn out. I, I told Tony I've run out of polite things to say about it. Well, you know, I, I've never known you to not speak your mind, and that's why I love you on the show. Uh, you, you know, you, you get right down to it. You break it down for us, and I appreciate it. Uh, uh, things slowed down for, for you and for all of us. We took a deep breath at some point here in the summer. Uh, that lasted about three days, I think. Um, we're, we're not only not out of this yet, it's just we're – as deep or deeper into COVID at this point as as we ever were, and I'm I'm not sure when it gets better at this point. Yeah, world worldwide things have been getting steadily worse, uh, certainly since July, and uh, Montana's right in the right in the thick of that. Um, I I don't know. Experts that I've read say that it's going to get better when the virus runs out of targets. That means when. Everybody who's going to get vaccinated gets vaccinated, and everybody who hasn't been vaccinated gets the virus. That's when it will start to slow down, and probably it's never going away, but at least at that point, it will be more of an episodic, uh, locally uh, prevalent sort of illness. I don't know. We'll see. And just to follow up with Dr. K there, I mean, this could have been predicted too, and, it, and folks were, especially as we got into the fall uh, schools got back in we started relaxing congregating for sporting events um, just kind of letting our guard down and you know I hate to say it, but we kind of did it to ourselves um, but we at this time still need to pull together uh, take care of those uh, that can't take care of themselves and do what we can to be good neighbors and friends yeah absolutely yeah I mean it dr. K you're talking about you know it, it, this is over at the point when the virus runs out of targets how long is that going to take? I mean, at this point, we, we're definitely seeing more infections, so it's not like we don't have that going on. Yeah, it's kind of going like a wildfire right now, and I, I don't think anybody knows what, what the time frame is, um, but it's it's really overwhelmed uh, pretty much every uh, healthcare system uh, in the country, and, you know, I, nobody really knows where the end is. Yeah, I mean, so from folks on the front line, so to speak, I mean, what what do our cases look like uh, in, in Helena or, or, or statewide right now? I mean, what are we seeing in, at, at this point, hospitals? Yeah, I, I've got some data from Billings and St. Vincent from yesterday. They had uh, a total of 100, nice round number, total of 100 COVID patients. 93 of them were unvaccinated. Seven of them were vaccinated. Out of those 100 people, 33 of them were in ICU, and out of those, 23 of them were on ventilators. This is not influenza. This is not the common cold. We've, we've never seen anything like this before. Uh, and unfortunately, some of those were younger people. 
uh, 35 and under, and uh, this week a 20-year-old in Billings died of uh, COVID. And this this is uh, you know bad news, and the numbers have gone up. Our our numbers are worse than they were back in January before the vaccine was readily available. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's just a statewide. I mean, we're certainly seeing it here as well. I mean, we're seeing hospitalizations are. Number when when the new numbers come out today, my assumption is we're going to have 500 or more active cases in in Lewis and Clark County. Uh, that's not great at this point. And at, at some point, we do hit a tipping point with hospitals, right? That there literally just is no more room. Yes, hospitals are once again limiting elective uh, things. Elective surgeries are being put on hold. Uh, there are reports in some places where where people with heart attack and stroke are being turned away because the hospital simply has no capacity to treat them. And so those patients are being transferred to other smaller hospitals that, that do have a bed open. Um, I, I frankly don't ever remember that happening. I practiced here in Helena for over 30 years and I, I don't remember St. Peter's ever being a hospital that got transfers from larger hospitals because they were out of beds. That just has never happened before. And additionally, we're, we're seeing throughout the state that other states are looking anywhere that they can find space. They're calling Great Falls, they're calling Kalispell, they're calling all the small surrounding hospitals in our state. Uh, so it's not just a Montana thing. Uh, everyone's having to deal with it, uh, and there's, there's just no room. Some states are calling in National Guard. Some states are setting up, resetting up those emergency uh, facilities again, uh, scrambling for ventilators. Uh, we're just right back to where we were at the at the height of things. Yeah, Mountain Pacific uh, Chief Medical Officer Dr. Tony or Dr. I'm getting them all mixed up. Dr. Doug Kunzweiler <laughs> is in. I'm I'm thinking Doug and looking at Tony. Dr. Doug Kunzweiler is in this morning, and we're uh, often Tony, confused. Right. <laughs> Tony King is uh, is the pharmacy manager out there, and uh, you, you mentioned it, Doug. I mean, when it comes to folks being hospitalized, what do the demographics look like? Because initially when this first hit us, it was, you know, this is impacting by and large the older population. And now it seems like it's starting to skew a little bit younger. Yeah, uh, the the exact numbers aren't aren't known, but, but about 20% probably are 35 and under. Um, there, there are, uh, in, in Billings, there are a total of four pediatric uh, patients and that would be 12 and under who are hospitalized down there. But but nationwide, it's around 20% are are 35 or younger, which is also uh, new and, and unusual. Um, and this is uh, just people in the hospital. I mean, uh, so certainly others are getting it and getting sick. But uh, that those are folks that are hospitalized. Yes, that's that's the hospitalization rate. Yeah, yeah. Um, of those that are hospitalized, 80 to 90 percent are unvaccinated, and and the overwhelming majority of these are the new Delta variant. About 90 percent of people hospitalized now are, are with Delta. So that's what's driving the surge right now is the, is this variant. Can you explain kind of what what that is and how variants occur? Yeah, just like every other living thing, the the virus when it when it replicates, sometimes it makes a mistake, and when it makes a mistake. That mistake may have no effect at all on the virus. It may be harmful to the virus, or in rare cases, it may actually make the virus a little bit more robust and easier uh, to be spread. And, and that's the case with Delta. It developed in India, and it, it uh, 
changed its uh, RNA a little bit and made it easier to be transmitted. And that is, it's just like a wildfire out of control. It just start, starts to spread and everybody that's not vaccinated uh, that comes in contact with it gets it. And, and that's what happened. This is uh, just normal evolutionary phenomena. Uh, RNA viruses change more quickly be, because you can make more mistakes when you're replicating RNA than if you're replicating DNA, which are the more complicated viruses and bacteria are based on DNA. So they make all these mistakes and some of the mistakes benefit them. And that's what we're seeing with the Delta and some of these other variants. So using Montana as a, for example, we've got roughly 51% of the state's population, the eligible population is uh, is fully immunized. That leaves 49% of the, the folks out there are not, which is still a pretty big pool for this thing to be swimming around in. And uh, Tony, I mean, that, that just gives it more chances. You know, we, we've got other variants out there, but it's not going to stop making variants at this point, right? I mean, it, in order for it to do that, it just needs to run out of targets. Uh, it, that's the that's the theory for sure, uh, especially with the Delta. You know, we are tracking other variants as well. The Mu uh, variant and, and others may be popping up. Still unknown if those are going to be as virulent or as uh, able to, to transmit as the Delta. Um, but the, the numbers don't lie. If, as Dr. Case said, you know, 80 to 90% of those in the ICU, in the hospital, are unvaccinated. Um, the, you know, we are seeing some breakthrough cases. I'm not going to say we're not. I'm, I'm not going to say that everyone that's been vaccinated is covered against this, but uh, statistics don't lie. If you have the vaccine, uh, you're less likely to transmit it. You're less likely to have adverse events from it, adverse reactions. You're statistically 16 times less likely to end up in the emergency room or the hospital if you've been vaccinated. So, you know, they're, they're, it's out there. Uh, we're going to be tracking everything. We're going to try and figure out if the, the booster shots or if the regular shots are going to be effective against any more variants or not. Uh, but at this point in time, we all need to get vaccinated and protect our loved ones. Yeah, and we're going to talk about booster shots here in a minute. But uh, as the doctor pointed out, we did just see a, uh, a woman in her 20s. No, no vaccine, no underlying health conditions. Uh, she died this week. You know, the, the, this Delta variant isn't the same virus that we were seeing early on. This is hitting really hard, isn't it? Yes, it is. And and it's a little bit like Russian roulette. I've heard people say, well, I'm young and healthy. I eat well. I exercise. I've got a good immune system. I never get sick. I don't need this. But, you know, that may be by and large true, but you don't know which healthy young person is going to get this and, and have a really tough time with it. It's It's sort of random, and we can't predict who it is. And even if you are young and healthy and you're not worried about getting it yourself, you should still get vaccinated so that you aren't potentially spreading it to somebody who maybe isn't so healthy. Yeah, I think I saw it was uh, boxer uh, Oscar De La Hoya just had this. He said, I've, you know, he's getting older, but he said, I'm in the best shape I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And, and he got the thing. So yeah. if, if, if pro athletes that are, as you say, you know, doing all the things they need to do to keep their body in 100% condition, if, if they're getting sick, you know, I, I, I'm in line. I I, I don't stand. I, I can't hold up to Oscar De La Hoya. Are you kidding me? So this, you know, it may still be true, uh, you know, for, for folks that are younger, but it, it's just a bigger gamble at this point. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. It's rolling the dice. And it's, like I said, it's not just yourself. It's your community. 
Stick around. We've got a lot to talk about still on a coffee break uh, with with Tony and with Doug. And we are going to uh, get into the booster shots coming up after this. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Local and area events, city, state, and national officials, your neighbors doing incredible things. We talk to them all on Coffee Break, where Helena comes to talk. In today's always-on world, your business demands a simpler approach to network security. At Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security. Welcome back in. This is Coffee Break. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Sure appreciate it. The show is brought to you by Versant Real Estate Group. Finding the perfect buyer for your home doesn't have to be daunting. Call David at Versant, 459-8565. And we've got in the studio today from Mountain Pacific Quality Health, Dr. Doug Kuhnsweiler. He's the chief medical officer out there at Mountain Pacific. And uh, Tony King is Mountain Pacific's pharmacy manager. And we're talking COVID. We're talking uh, right now, I guess, we, we could get into the booster shot uh you mentioned that before the break i mean can, can we talk about that a little and, and maybe first explain why is it that that we need a booster in the first place yeah sure so lots of vaccines require a booster it depends on the particular vaccine and to, to some extent this is uh, semantics people that have a weakened immune system um either because of an illness or because of a medication they're taking, uh, it, it looks like they need three shots of either Pfizer or Moderna in order to develop a good robust antibody response. So that's being called the third shot. People who were fully immunized with those vaccines have been studied and looked at and it looks like their antibody response drops off around six to eight months. And so in that situation, it's being recommended uh, that they get a third shot, which would be called a booster shot. But it, it's really just a difference in terminology. You're getting the same vaccine in the same dosage that you got when you originally were immunized. Um, the FDA and CDC vaccine specialists are, are meeting later this month and are, are gonna come out with the formal recommendation, but everyone expects that it's going to be uh, for the average person uh, who's been immunized that at eight months they get they get a booster. So you were talking, uh, Tony, in, in the first half that you know there are some breakthrough cases, of course, and, and and too early to say, but I think probably a safe assumption that some of those breakthroughs are just you know people that are at the end of that uh, really good efficacy with their shots, right? Yeah, that's that's very possible. Um, you know, especially those that may have gotten the vaccine early uh, or, you know, maybe their schedule got messed up a little bit. Uh, and, and, you know, this the COVID vaccines, especially the Moderna and the Pfizer, in the, are in the 90-plus percentile efficacy, which is unheard of for a vaccine. Uh, during a normal flu season, if you get the flu shot and we can get into the 60-70% efficacy rate, that's a really good flu shot. 
Um, so there were always going to be breakthrough cases. And for those out there that say, well, it's not working, just look at all the breakthrough cases, that, that's going to happen. Uh, no one ever said that the vaccine's 100% effective. Um, so it, it, was, it was bound to get some coming through. We do have folks that you know have weakened immune systems. As we get a little older, our immune system tends to wane a little bit, so we can't mount that antibody response if we're exposed to the vaccine. Um, but again, the, the numbers don't lie. Just look at the number of people that are unvaccinated in the emergency rooms versus those that are vaccinated. I mean, the exposure's out there. The vaccines are working. Uh, we're just trying to make sure that if we see another big spike that we can get as many people covered as possible. Yeah. So in terms of the booster, you know, something that's not necessarily surprising, not uh, not uncommon when we're talking about a vaccine in general. This isn't an, an, an indication where people can go, see, I told you it didn't even work. No, it's like having to get a tetanus booster every 10 years. We know that your your immunity to tetanus wears off and, and it's recommended every 10 years you get another booster shot. And the only way we learn that is through experience. Uh, nobody could have predicted when we first developed this vaccine that it was going to require a booster, although people thought, yeah, that certainly is possible. Um, and it's it's just the way vaccines work. Some some don't seem to need a booster, and others do. So yeah. So who should the get these then? I mean, you mentioned those with well, sort of compromised <laughs> immune systems. So Wednesday, I, I was full of myself. I went and I got my flu vaccine, and I was going to get my booster at the same time. And I learned uh, that Safeway Pharmacy has the Pfizer vaccine, and I got Moderna first. So they directed me to OSCO because they had the Moderna. So I went to Moderna, and the pharmacist, very friendly, uh, capable guy, gave me a, a sheet of paper that had listed the people that he would give the booster to, and it was uh, people who were severely immune compromised that had cancer, uh, that had some uh, immunocompromised disease or were on medications that knocked down their immune system. And I told him, well, I don't meet any of these criteria. And he said, well, then you have to wait until eight months after your last vaccine, which for me will be around the 1st of October. And so I, I wasn't able to get it, but I understand now what the rules are. And uh, so I'll, I'll be out there the first week of October to get my booster. Okay, so as long as we've hit that eight months, then uh, it's good for the general population. We're, we're able to do that. I, I think that's where we're at right now. Now, I don't, I don't think that uh, they would have asked me for proof if I had said, well, sure. I've got a bad immune system. Uh, and, but, you know, I wasn't going to try and bend the rules. Those are the rules, and that's, that's fine. We should give the vaccine to those who need it the most first, and then... Uh, follow and and we always recommend talking to the healthcare provider first making sure that they're on board that they know the plan um and yeah the booster shots are out there for the immunocompromised then the studies or the the reports that i read is you know the they're targeting september 20th as the actual go live date to start these boosters for the the non-severely immunocompromised but more will come out here as he said later this week they're meeting to to come up with that plan um but really, I agree with him. Anyone, everyone should be getting it. And if you're in line for a booster, let's get that done too. Yeah. And Tony, these shots, uh, they're not some sort of different mixture of stuff. I mean, I, I think it, when we say booster, the, sort of that connotation is that, oh, it's, well, it's a different thing. And, 
this is the same as the first two that we got. Correct. At this point, you know, they are discussing maybe it's a lower dose of the same thing. Uh, you know, if you got the Pfizer shot, maybe it's not as concentrated as the first one. But the the what we're hearing and what's probably going to come out is just get that third shot. It's going to be the same. Expect the same side effects. You know, if you got knocked down for a day or two, you might get knocked down for a day or two again. Uh, they are recommending getting the same manufacturer that you got prior, if at all possible. If there are extenuating circumstances and you need to switch, um, there will be some of those cases as well. But if possible, get the same one that you get. And from what we're hearing right now, it will be just like the, the first and second okay. shots you got. And we mentioned Pfizer and Moderna. If you got the Johnson & Johnson shot, as some did, just the single shot, right now there, there's not a booster yeah, they're, look, they're looking at that, and they just don't have enough experience and enough data at this point to know whether a booster is needed. And the Johnson & Johnson came out a couple months later, and that's really uh, the only glitch there is they just they don't have quite enough experience to say, yes, you definitely do, or you probably don't need a booster at this point. But within a month or two, I'm sure they'll have a recommendation okay. on that. Dr. Doug Kuntzweiler with Mountain Pacific uh, in the studio this morning. Also, Tony King uh, with us. He's the pharmacy manager out there at Mountain Pacific. we got about five minutes left with them, and I, I think important to talk about uh, the folks that have had COVID. Certainly, we've got folks listening that are going, yeah, I went through it. I, I recovered. They've, of course, got antibodies from that. Anytime we get sick and recover from something, you know, you, you build that up. But do they need to worry about getting a vaccine at this point, or can they go, you know what, i got the natural immunity. I'm good to go. Yeah, actually, that, that's been looked at. And what the experts believe is that if you had it, certainly you develop some immunity. But if you also get the vaccine, this is going to cover you for other variants that come up much better than natural immunity does. Um, your, your natural immunity is going to be very specific to the variety that you got. But it looks like if you get the vaccine, that will cover you against more variations than uh, just the one that you caught. So we're still recommending that even if you got the illness, that you still get vaccinated. Okay. Uh, there is a new vaccine mandate for nursing home staff. Uh, can, you, can you explain that to us and, and, and what that's going to look like? Yeah. Most nursing homes uh, are heavily dependent on Medicare and Medicaid for their funding. And so CMS uh, said uh, that all nursing homes that receive federal funds need to have a vaccine mandate for their staff. Now, they haven't put a timeline on it. They've, all I've seen is they say sometime in the fall, but they haven't uh, finalized the rule, so they haven't said a specific date. Um, but And then with uh, President Biden's announcement last night, that sort of fits into the same the same thing, that uh, the federal government wants to protect the population, and, and they are using the power that, that they have to do that by mandating that if you get federal funds, uh, you should get a vaccine. Would that apply to folks that want to visit nursing homes, or is it just the staff? No, this is just staff. Okay. Just staff. There, there are rules in place now about visitation, and they're pretty strict. Again, they loosened a little bit when everything else loosened, but now the nursing homes are, are seeing the same experience. They're, they're seeing more cases crop up, uh, probably carried in by unvaccinated staff. Uh, and so they're having to tighten everything down again, restrict visitation. And, you know, it's just kind of heartbreaking. All of this yeah. uh, could be prevented by masking, social distancing, and getting your vaccine. 
we've got right at two minutes left so we'll try to squeeze in a couple things here real quick rapid fire uh vaccines for kids uh you know what, what's going on there tony maybe you know what's happening and maybe some advice for parents yeah the, um not only vaccine for kids but also uh those that are expecting uh right now they're doing a lot of studies on uh, pregnant females and the recommendation is to go ahead and get the shot vaccine for kids they're targeting uh you know, late fall, early winter, it's probably going to be best guess December, January before they, they come out with uh, the recommendation on that. But they are looking at it, and uh, from the safety studies that we're seeing on this, we do expect that these uh, vaccines will be available for children. Okay, and we're heading months. into flu season very shortly. Uh, really, no flu last year. We, we helped we helped out there with all the things we were doing. Yeah, but, we did. Um, should people, can they get a flu shot and a COVID vaccine or a booster same time? It doesn't. Absolutely, absolutely, and I, I encourage it. Um, yeah, we were lucky last year, probably wearing masks and socially distancing, not having big gatherings. That, that probably is the explanation. We might not be that lucky this year. People uh, don't really know. Australia had another pretty easy flu season, and they usually sort of presage what we're going to see, but there's no guarantee of that. So last year we did have record numbers of people get the flu vaccine. I hope that happens again this year, and I hope we have another really mild flu season. But uh, you need to get the vaccine to make that happen. Yeah. We've got, uh, Tony, do you have something to add there? you got 30 seconds. No, I, I just want to add, uh, do whatever you can. The, the healthcare community is burnt out. They're tired. Uh, they're, they're leaving in record numbers. We need to do whatever we can to keep uh, those folks working and doing what they care about the most. Uh, we need to make room for, for those that are not going through COVID uh, and just be a good neighbor and friend. Yeah. So if you uh, if you've got somebody out there in your life or in your circle that is a, uh, a med- in, in the medical field, uh, say thank you and uh you know maybe maybe buy them a coffee or do something show them that you appreciate what they're doing because there is burnout countrywide and uh th- this is a this is a tough time for folks working in uh, in, in hospitals so guys uh, thanks for coming in this morning dr doug kunzweiler and tony king out from mountain pacific quality health that's all the time we have this morning and that's all the time we have this week We're, we, it's friday we'll see you back here on monday folks I'm Troy Shockley, and that's it for Coffee Break today. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Head on over. Give us a review there. That's always much appreciated. Or swing by coffeebreak959.podbean.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you back here tomorrow.